Today's episode, we have Josh Shell from the Let's Start a Cold podcast. His show covers how colds form, their leaders, and how they almost always end. We talk about various groups he's covered, from the relatively harmless to the outright brutal. We also discuss what could be considered the new cults in our society. Some are still active today. A big reason I started podcasting was to have interesting conversations with people who cover topics that are unlike what I do. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Here's the episode. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, Just one second. Sure. I love the technology. Got to. Uh, there we go. Coming out the right headphone now. Perfect. Uh, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? Not too bad. Good. Well, thank you for coming on the show. No, I appreciate appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Uh, how are things up your way? Uh, not too bad. Actually, it was a really nice day today. It feels like spring again. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hopefully, it warms up soon. Yeah, Virginia can't decide whether it wants to be spring or winter. <laughs> We've had uh, nothing but endless rain for the last like two weeks. Oh no! Yeah. Well, I guess it's better than snow. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just pulling up your questions here, just so I have them in front of me. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Good to go. Uh, unless you need Perfect. something. Do you need me to record on my end? No, no, you're good. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, we've got it. Uh, so first thing, if you just want to, uh, you know, our listeners might not be familiar with your show. Uh, if you just want to talk about yourself and uh, let's start a cult a little bit. Sure, yeah. Uh, so my name is Josh Shell, host of the Let's Start a Cult podcast. That's the tagline. Uh, <laughs> um, so my podcast, we... Uh, I have on guests every episode, and we discuss uh, cult that that episode. So we've done uh, Heaven's Gate, uh, we've done Jonestown, um, we've done the Matamoros cult. Uh, so it's like cults anywhere from religious cults to magical cults. Uh, future ones will be about political cults and internet cults, uh, all that kind of stuff. Fascinating. What drew you to covering cults? Um, I think just just the uh, like cults are like they're very fascinating and like uh, it's it's interesting to see how people can get like in, entrenched in these groups that are clearly not healthy. <laughs> right. Um, and, and I think I, this I wanted to study those the psychology behind not psychology necessarily because I, I don't have a degree in anything but uh, uh, just like fo- fo- like do some research on them and see why and how cults start and and obviously end sometimes but uh, yeah I, I, I thought it was an interesting topic and one that's not covered enough I think for sure um, what is it about cults you think is so like what makes people want to do that either start one or join it Oh, well, that is a, <laughs> a wide variety of uh, reasons. I'd say there, so I've had multiple guests on, many people smarter than me, and it, it, they've 
hypothesize from many different reasons. Like it ranges from uh, whether they're just so self-centered that they truly believe that they are a person like Jesus Christ or something like that. They're the, they're the savior of the, of these people or uh, to like these people have schizophrenia and maybe they, they believe it, but it's because they have mental issues or all the way from sometimes it's just, they end up getting put into this position where they're in charge of people. (laughs) And sometimes, (laughs) sometimes it's not uh, quite what they want, but, uh, and sometimes it's just, uh, it forms it of almost a myth, like a myth of a person. So um, many different reasons why people want to start one as to why people fall, like actually join the, the uh, cult. Um, Those range from many different reasons, but it's usually to better themselves. Like cults are usually, they usually have a veil of helping the world or helping people in their community. So people that join them are usually there because they want to um, help their community or the people uh, or the world. Usually sometimes they truly believe that the world is going to end and that their group is the only one that's warning people. I'm not sure what they're going to warn people about. Hey, the world's ending. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't know, get in your basement or something. Like, I don't know. I don't understand like what their true intention is all the time, but those are the people joining usually are joining for the betterment of mankind. Uh, They are just uh, sheep being led by a wolf, I guess is kind of the (laughs) best analogy for it. And that's, that's one of the things I like about your show is you do, you are empathetic to the people that, you know, that follow some of these people. Cause it's, yeah. I mean, just talking about it, you're like, how can somebody, <laughs> you know, how can these be so duped by something? But it, yeah. yeah. Well, and it, I would, I, yeah, I, I have to be empathetic because I know that in my heart, like if something happened, like I, it could easily be me next, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, and like, there's been a ton of internet fads that, I get swept away and, and, and you like afterwards, you're like, Oh, that was dumb. Like, what? <laughs> like you realize afterwards. So it's totally possible for almost anyone, you know, to get swept up in these kinds of things. And you have to you have to understand that and be like empathetic towards it. And hopefully identifying, uh, you know, red flags of people you're following. You can maybe see in the future how, how people can identify those quicker, like those flags. What are like the typical red flags you would say, or like kind of like the, the bigger ones that you've noticed? Uh, so one of the main ones is uh, if, if the leader is promising that they're the end all be all, like I'm your savior kind of thing. That's when it's, that's when it's, that's, it should be the biggest red flag. If they if a leader truly believes he's a good person, um, I don't think they'll have to argue that much that they are the the conduit of God or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. like things will just fall into place if they, if, if God is truly involved, right? I guess is the kind of yeah. hypothesis, hypothesis. So that's a big thing. If they're, if they're saying they're the conduit of God and, uh, and, uh, leading these people. Another thing is, um, if it costs money to join, mm-hmm. I think that's a big one. It's not like it's tough because there are tons of charities where you're donating to help a cause. Like, but if they're asking for money like constantly and you're paying into it, it's 
bit of a red flag. I know the church does this, but I, I mean, well, I don't think they're asking for, you know, $5,000. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hang out somewhere. You know. <laughs> um, no, exactly. And, and it depends on how it's being used. Sure. So like if you do truly notice the money going towards the community and building, I don't know, whatever it is, like the last one I did, they were talking about how they wanted health centers built and they were just never being built. So instantly red flag right there because you're like, okay, where's all this money going? And then you notice that the leader's living a pretty lavish lifestyle kind of thing. Right. So um, so that's a big red flag. Um, to, I'll do a third one. I, I think the third and uh, there's probably a million others, but the third one I can think of off the top of my head is uh, if they start addressing themselves or the group as different, like they change the names. So uh, many of the cults I've studied, either they call them, they make them call themselves Lordy or Jesus or Father. Like you have to call them um, something associated with religion or like God. Is so, it always that sort of hierarchy? Like, is there always like one leader that you've seen, or is it kind of like? Um. Are there's more been democratic cult, I guess. <laughs> I think yeah. a democratic cult would be difficult. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think that I th I don't think a democratic cult could exist. Right. I could be proven wrong e easily, but uh, I think I think at that point it's hard to consolidate the power to keep control over people. Mm -hmm. At that point, it's I don't know what you can classify that. I'd have to think about that one. Maybe there could be <laughs> if there's just a bunch of terrible people in a cult or a group, I guess it could be a cult. Yeah, like but this, who are they? This is the high who, priest and this is the <laughs> you know, oh, the beyond yeah, there's, all. Yeah, there's there's different like hierarchy. Like so there there are there are cults where there's like two leaders or like a a leader and then like a a secondary or something like that. So there are it's not always just one necessarily, but it's usually a couple. Like it's usually less than five, I would say. And then they have like a, an inner circle mm. and that you usually have to do terrible shit to get into. But oh, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I forget what the main question was, but <laughs> I'm going off. Um, oh, no, that's they're they're super open ended questions. I just I find this stuff interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a, a fascinating uh, topic, cults are, for sure. Yeah. Um, has there been one that, you know, you've been particularly, like, was there a favorite or which one kind of like <laughs> that you were like, was there one that was just like terrifying that you're like, oh, I can't do anymore? Oh, man. Favorite cult is a difficult one to answer. Right. Um, I guess... If I was to go with favorite as in it's my favorite because it was the least harmful, I would say so far, because I've only done about 11 so far. The the podcast is still fairly, fairly new. Um, but my favorite so far is probably the John Froome and the Cargo Cult. Hmm. Um, it's a fascinating one because that one, fairly harmless. It's it's. Uh, it's a group of Pacific Islanders um, that back in the World War II, a military man landed on, or like military set up a base there. And these uh, 
indigenous people on this island uh, just found it fascinating. They they basically compared these military men to like gods, and then there was one true um, god among them named John Froome, who no one knows if, if he's actually real or not. But so their whole uh, cult is based off this guy who may or may not have existed, but was based off of military a military personnel. And when they left the island, their whole cult turned into, oh, these people are going to come back with more cargo. And so it's a pretty innocent, like there are like infighting within the community, but overall it's not like it's a harmful cult. It's more like a religion kind of thing. Right. Um, it's just a fascinating thing because these people are just, they don't have technology there. So when they see these satellites and stuff like that, they they think it's God, right? Right. And and so it's it's just kind of a fascinating thing thing like the, it's john Froome is basically their, their jesus figure and they believe that he's going to return someday with with cargo <laughs> so it's it's kind of a a cute funny like uh, a pretty innocent cult right. all in all so that one that one's been my favorite because it's the less least amount of death and and torture and stuff like that yeah um the worst one was probably rock Teralt. um I am blanking on the name right now. Uh, give me two seconds. <laughs> uh, but he was basically a horrible, ter- terrible person based out of Canada, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, he ran the Anthill Kids. So if you go check out that episode, you will see why it's so terrible. But to give you a bit of a, uh, just a glimpse of it, he would he would do a lot of, there was a lot of torture. Like he would torture his cult members oh, in different different ways like the children uh, as well as the adults and uh, make them perform like crazy sexual acts and stuff like that i'm trying to keep it pg because i don't <laughs> but uh yeah if you want to learn more it's definitely the the most terrible cult i've done so far and and that one made me cringe when i was reading uh, and researching what what had happened and uh yeah so <laughs> There's one nice one and one terrible one if you want to go check one of those out. <laughs> and then there's kind of, and I'm sure there's like a, you know, whole scope of in between. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In general, I mean, have you found that cults do do a lot of violence or less so? Or I think, hmm, it's a tough one. I think so. I would say at least, if not physical, mental um abuse because it gets to the point so everyone's heard like power corrupts absolutely basically or absolute power corrupts absolutely and it's almost true in every cult i've researched so far um the reason the john Froome one doesn't is because it's a mythical leader so no one's technically in charge they have like priests and stuff like that but it's more like a religion right? right so um, so it's hard to get control over everyone, but in every other single, every other one, it's a real person leading these people that either gets to a point where they realize that this might come to an end. Uh, I have to keep these people in line. They're starting to question my ways. Uh, and then they turn to either violence or mental abuse to keep them in line and keep, um, keep them from questioning their authority as well as the like 
the rules that they've set out. Mm. Um, so it, maybe not a hundred percent, but I'd say like 95% of cults use either physical abuse or mental abuse to keep their, their constituents in line. Yeah. I guess. Um, and as far as like, do a lot of these leaders from what you've seen, how much of these, um, how much propaganda do they have once they, they start? This? <laughs> I mean, do they have like a name? Do they already have like their symbology, things like that? Or, um, honestly, it, it, it is very, it, it varies sure. a lot. Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, they, they nail the symbology and, and not every single one has a sim symbol, but they all have a name, um, that they can all band underneath. And, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would say, yeah, it, it definitely varies. I'm, cause I'm thinking, I'm thinking of different ones and there are ones that for sure are very good at like propaganda and, um, just making people believe whatever they want, they think, or, or whatever the leader wants them to right. think. Um, but it's also tough because like in, with the rock to case, he just took them into the middle of the forest. So it's not like they had communication with anyone. That's the biggest thing. If they, they if they can get you away from your friends and family, you're not going to question it because all you're being fed is the, his, his words basically. Right. So, which, which he says is the word of God. So you can't really question right. it. Um, so I guess in that way it, it is propaganda, but it's, not the most genius propaganda if sure. you know what I mean. It's just if you take anyone to the middle of a forest and just spout stuff at them, eventually they're just gonna start believing you. Right. So yeah, I I I would say yes and no. It it also has to do with once you convince a few people, everyone else starts to fall in line because no one wants to question the group. Like it's it's group mentality, right? right? Uh, it's harder to question a group than it is to question an, an individual. Um, so when you have uh, four or five super loyal followers in a group of 20, like everyone else is going to start believing and being like, oh, okay, well, if my friend John believes this, then uh, obviously he's not, like my friend, so he's not full of shit and I'm going to believe yeah. him too. And that, and that just kind of escalates from there. So in that way it's propaganda and but it's more groupthink mentality i yeah. would say and i mean it, the you know i guess the cynic in me would would hopefully be skeptical but yeah i mean if if <laughs> your best friend or a family member is is super on board i mean i guess you're at least going to go to a meeting yeah and i would say i would say almost all the cults i do there are people that are skeptical mm -hmm. um and are usually only there because of like a, a lot of the, they, they try and get people young. So they try and get people early twenties, late teens kind right. of thing because they're the most impressionable. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking as a young person myself, like, uh, like six or seven years ago. Yeah. Definitely impressionable person. And, uh, you see something online and you just start believing it, <laughs> but, uh, you, you, you gotta, once you get some life experience behind you, you start thinking, okay, this guy's kind of full of shit. Right. <laughs> like, what's the spin here? <laughs> exactly. So I, I would say there are people that question it, but it's usually few and far between. And if they're there, it's usually because of a family member or friend that has pulled them in there. Um, so 
there are skeptics, so hopefully you would be yeah. one of them uh, and you would realize and leave, but it it is harder than than people think, I, I, I are, believe. Are they so. able to leave, you know? I mean, do they, like, can you escape or? Um, yes, some of them mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, like in Jonestown, there was tons of people that left before they went down south. Yeah. I mean, people moving down, like, where'd they move to again? Ghana or something like that? Um, like moving that many people to Ghana, obviously there was going to be people that weren't going to go. And before that, they moved to California from Indiana, I think. I'm going back on my memory, but uh, um, so so moving around, definitely they're going to lose some people. Like people just won't go. Um, and uh, it, but in in the Antil kids' case, because they were so secluded, it was very hard to leave because. Uh, it was almost a North Korea kind of thing where people would uh, rat on other people to try and get higher up in the, in the family, basically like the quote unquote family. Um, And uh, uh, so that one, that one was probably tough. And then there are ones that like where you get secluded, it is tough to leave because you are uh, you've given everything to be in the cult. So it's hard to get out of it once you're in it. Yeah. And, and, I mean, do you see a lot of research on the people that have left? Like, are they, you know, do they generally lead, you know, I guess normal lives after that? Or? <laughs> um, there's been a few that have definitely um, have left, and and I've done a, a few uh, paragraphs on them. Like, there's there's one in Florida that was called Yahweh Ben Yahweh, which is still still around. So keep an eye okay. out for that one. <laughs> I get some of their listen, um, their followers that uh, have reached out. Well, not reached out to me, but like commented really? on my stuff. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, not nice sure. things, but uh, <laughs> um, which is fine. It's it is what it is. I, I expected it going into this, but um, yeah. So there have been people that have left that one, and they talk about having nightmares and and being torn because they. Because, well, for, imagine it, you're doing, you get into this group where you, you imagine you're doing good things and then you, you finally realize, oh shit, they're killing people or whatever yeah. they're doing, right? <laughs> and, and you leave, you, you, you leave, it may take you a few years to leave, but you, you get out of there and then what? Like you're just, you're kind of like, it's almost PTSD, right? Yeah. You're, because during those times where you realized it was like you're in danger, you, there was nothing you could do to get out at that time. You had to wait and, and get out. So you're over, always looking over your shoulder, always anxious. Um, and, and some of those people are just scarred for life. And, and some are torn because they want to believe that the person that they were following was good, right? right? Be- because if they weren't, then what does that make them, yeah. right? It's like, it's like that skit. It's like, hey, uh, are we the baddies? Like, <laughs> um which is tough for people. I mean, uh, you want to believe that what you're doing in life is good and, and going to help people. But if you come to a realization that you're not, then it's, it, it's tough. And, and I think people really suffer with that. So I would say a lot of the people don't live normal lives, but they, they live a more normal life than they, they would be if they had stayed in. So, yeah, I, I can't even imagine. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Um, so I, I'm 
kind of a strange question, but I love your logo. Was that your design or was that, is that based off anything? <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate that because I made it myself. So I, I really nice like work. I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I do have a graphic design cool. background, which is kind of where it came from. It, and uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. The eye in the center, it was definitely like Illuminati, right. like a nod to that. And then, yeah, I just like the color scheme. It was kind of off-putting. And then I wanted, it's got like crinkles in the in the design. I don't know if you've seen it like magnified, but it's it's got, it looks like it's almost like a folded, like a piece of paper that's been unfolded. That. I'll look at it. Uh, yeah, so it, it's subtle. It's very subtle, but it's. Uh, I wanted it to seem like, um, like because all these cults have pamphlets yeah, and stuff. Yeah, what are those like? So I wanted <laughs> <laughs> wild. Wild. Uh, uh, every cult pamphlet, pamphlet. Yeah, I can't speak. Every cult pamphlet. There we go. Um, I've seen is like if you read the title, you know exactly what's going to be in the in the pamphlet because it is so goddamn right. long. Like. <laughs> The pamphlets are like, uh, uh, like it'll be like what God thinks when he when you're sleeping, or like, and then like twenty more sentences, and then it'll be like that's just the wow. title of it. <laughs> it's just like so right. fucking long, and it's like, well, what's actually in the pamphlet? <laughs> it's like the exact same thing that was in the title. Um, so anyway, I wanted the the logo to feel like almost a crumpled pamphlet that someone had in their pocket yeah. or something like that. Um. That was the idea behind it. So I, I appreciate the the compliment. Yeah, the I, I like it. I was like, yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> I I guess I, I felt kind of like a <laughs> sense of humor about it. I was like, yeah, like that. That's it. It's it's subtly. Uh, I don't want to say poking fun, but it's like it's tongue in cheek, I guess, <laughs> in the best way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was kind of the whole point of yeah. the podcast when I created. It. Like, it's called "Let's right. Start a Cult," right? It's obviously tongue in, tongue in cheek about. I don't actually want right. to start a cult, but the underlying tone of the the episodes are, uh, I want to start a cult. That's why I start every episode. I changed my audience name to Fred, and I just call them Fred now because that's what all cult leaders do. And um, I just have an underlying theme of, I just open the episode up with something ridiculous about how the authorities are after me or something paranoid right. like that. And uh, it's getting to the point where I'm running out of ideas, which is not great because <laughs> we'll see see how many ideas i have after 100 episodes but um yeah the whole episode was or the whole podcast is tongue-in-cheek so that's i wanted the logo to reflect that so i'm glad it does that's that's great with the guests you've had um are they generally um you know are they academics or are they um other podcasters i've i've listened to two of them um so far okay um i've listened to the solar temple and oh, uh, that was one. that was yeah. great. Um, and I listened to Heaven's Gate because I, I watched the documentary a while back, so I wanted to see kind of Ooh. what, um, you know, what what you had compared to that. That was that was a, great too. A bit more, yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it it varies. Um, it, it's mostly podcasters, uh, in usually in the true crime genre. But I've had uh, a video game podcaster on. I've had a uh trivia podcaster on and then most of them have been true crime the last few i've had um if you watch the anthill kids and 
the Church of Bible Understanding. Those two are both highly educated. Uh, Ariel and Kate, they're both extremely, extremely knowledgeable. And then in the Matamoros cult one, I had Amanda and Laura on, which Amanda is a licensed uh, psychiatrist or therapist. I I, I don't want to... Uh, <laughs> throw out a title and then it not be correct, but she's something in that, in that field. So they, they are like, I have had smart people on much smarter right. people no, than I'm me. Sure their perspective um, is, is fascinating to add to, you know, that yeah. sort of mentality for psychology. Absolutely. And, and I've had podcasters on that study true crime and, and, uh, and then I've just had some friends on the heaven's gate ones. They were my, just yeah. my buddies. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, which they're great. They're good people. And, uh, they, they enjoy that stuff too. So it, it was, uh, it was good. Awesome. But, well, uh, yeah. you know, in general, what, uh, besides kind of the followers kind of turning on the leaders or I guess running out of resources, it, what have you kind of seen being the commonalities for cults ending? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, there. So there are cults that definitely haven't ended yet, and this surprises many people. But Heaven's Gate is still still going. So wild, uh, <laughs> wild, because they kill like they killed a lot of them off. Like they well, they killed right. themselves off. But um, yeah, man, it's it's crazy that like and Yahweh Ben Yahweh is still going. There's there are cults that are still going. I mean, Scientology is still yeah. still going. <laughs> um, and it's. So there are ones that end. Those ones I find are usually like, I find the doomsday cults end mm -hmm. pretty quickly because they set a date. And if they don't reach, if they reach that date, then people start to question mm -hmm. them. And then it just starts to become a spiral, right? Because these people start being like, oh, well, you were wrong about that. What else have you been wrong about? And then they start getting paranoid and they start cracking down. And then it's becomes to a point where they have to, do something to to get out of it or they have to do something to go out like a martyr basically in their eyes um so i find those ones end pretty quickly um yeah it, i i'd say those ones and then there are ones that are just like the leaders don't really know what they want and it just kind of ends or like i don't know, I don't know. the chapel it, like, it, oh well <laughs> sorry guys like <laughs> yeah i'd say i'd say most of the ones that have ended have been in like a suicide of some right. sort uh and then if i if i'm blanking on it but i can't but like yeah the ones that haven't ended in suicide have been not ended yeah. so so or an arrest i guess uh the antel kids ended an yeah. arrest so uh, if the authorities don't get involved or they don't kill themselves, then they keep going. So that's a very uh, sombering right. thought. Uh, so you <laughs> so, said you've been um, researching some internet cults. Are you looking into kind of the QAnon thing or other cults? Yeah, yeah. QAnon is definitely one I want to okay. do. Um, it feels too hot right, right now. And I, and I know as like... A podcaster, I should jump on it and I should ride that wave of success, right. like fame and stuff like that. <laughs> but I want, I almost want all the information and I know that's never going to be the case, but 
maybe in a few months. It might, it might be something I do this year. It just might be uh, in a few months from now. The other ones I want to do are maybe not necessarily cults in some people's minds, but like Facebook groups yeah. almost, you know, like the ones that are like uh, flat earthers right. or, or anti-vaxxers or whatever it happens to be like those kind of uh, Facebook groups where it, it is almost yeah. like a cult without a leader in some ways, you know what I mean? Flat and earthers, flat earthers, excuse me, I <laughs> either a, a cult or, that's okay. or a very cult-like <laughs> at least. Yeah. Cult-like, and that's that's where I think a lot of people overlook internet's uh, groups, and they just say, "Oh, that's just an internet group. It's harmless. It's it's not doing any damage." But they are doing damage to like science and to to child like our children and and the world basically in some in some uh, cases. And I'm I want to tackle those ones as well. It's just going to be tricky to because I don't want to attack the people in the in the groups sure. because they're just as brainwashed as someone else in a cult. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's not necessarily their fault that they're in it. It's social media and, and the internet algorithms just constantly giving them a feed of uh, <laughs> quote unquote facts and, and scientific quote unquote blah, like, uh, uh, you know, re- theories or something like that theses and, and they're, they're all, just some like they're not proven in any way and but if you keep getting fed these things you're going to start believing right. it eventually right it's the same as a cult if if you're just in this bubble where you're getting one one source or one uh side of the information you're never going to believe the other side when they yeah. confront okay. you with it I, have you seen the social um, dilemma yeah yes i love that it was a perfect demonstration of of exactly what, what i uh, yeah, I stole too. a lot from it. And, so uh, I'm sorry. You know, I, one of my favorite things is I, I forget who says it, but she's just like, look, I follow people that I disagree with because I want to get a different perspective. Yeah. And I think I try yep. to tell people that I like, have that's, that's important. Yeah, there was one episode I did. I want to say the Church of Bible Understandings where I went on a rant about how even if you have a friend who you don't necessarily agree on on Facebook, like they're a flat earther, let's say, or they're they're an anti-vaxxer, whatever it happens to be, I would say yeah. keep them in contact because you're their lifeline, basically, at that point. You you might argue with them, you might disagree with them, but if you're really a friend, it's worth doing because once you cut off from them, that's it. They're, they're now, you could be their last lifeline to... I, want, I don't want to say sanity, but I want to say like a different perspective at the very least, you know, some rational at the very least. Exactly. Yeah. Someone that can push right. back against their ideas, I guess. Um, and, and that's tough. It's tough for a lot of people because why, why, like they ask, why is it on me to like, quote unquote, mm-hmm. save this person? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, and yeah, it, it's tough, but it it's, if you, I think if we want a better internet and we want a better social media space, I think definitely like staying in contact with these people and and keeping a connection with everyone and trying not to right. fight over every goddamn right. thing. Like everything is a fight. Like, <laughs> like Mr. Potato Head changed to a what is he non yeah, non-binary or something like that. Well, like it, it is gender neutral now. It's like I, however we define right the Potato Head toy, you know. 
Right. But, but like that became a fight. Right. And it's like, who gives a shit? It's a toy. I don't play with Mr. Potato Head. I haven't played with Mr. Potato Head in, right. well, I don't know, 20 years, let's say. Why are we looking like, to that? It's, as a, exactly. Know, I don't know. That, right. As a battleground. Like, why, why fight over these things that are like just inconsequential in the bigger scheme of things? Why not talk about the bigger issues and have try and have civil conversations about it instead yep. of making everything a fight? It's just, it, it, it's it's draining to, in some regards because the news day is filled with, oh, these people were fighting with these people because of this. And it's like, oh, this is every day now. Like every hour, it's a different off, thing. Basically. Like, yeah. And I mean, that's, I think a lot of people, it would, it would solve a lot of the issues if everyone just turned social yeah. media off for a bit. I mean, um, you have to but, take a, uh, a couple hours or a day sometimes just to like, you're like, look, I'm just going to go outside. I'm just going to just not think about that, you know? Yeah, it, 100%, 100%. And it's tough because yeah. this year everyone's been locked inside. So it, it just further radicalizes people and, and they're bored. So they're more, they're online more and stuff like that. So I, I understand why it's happening. I just, it, you almost feel powerless to do anything because how do you fight Facebook or Google or Twitter like, or whatever like it happens said, to I mean, be. If you're showing compassion to these people and, and still reaching out and not drawing those lines and just being like, all right, that's it. I, th I think that's where, Yeah. I mean, you, some of the fight has to be just like, yeah. look, I'm still here despite us disagreeing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and being, being able to disagree without right. becoming enemies, I think is a big thing. Because, what, like, I don't know. I feel like most of us could agree on yeah. 70% of our belief system. Like, we, be yeah. we believe in being good people. We believe in helping neighbors out, friends, whatever it happens to be. There are the few odd people right. that don't believe in any of that. But most people believe that everyone should, uh, I don't know, be educated. Like, we believe in yeah. elementary school and high school. Like, uh, those being cornerstones of our, our society, we believe in having access to to healthcare, um, stuff like that. Like, like this basic stuff that I believe most of us can agree on. It's the fringe stuff that I want, I don't want to say it doesn't affect our everyday life, but it, it's, it affects it less than the main things that, um, that, that we should care about and believe and, and, and see that, Oh, I have more in common with this person yeah, than I totally. don't, you know what I mean? Um, and that we're all on the same side. Like, I mean, I'm not an American, but uh, as a fellow Canadian, I like as there's if they're like I'm a, I'm on the same side right. as a Canadian <laughs> with me, right? And in general, I'm in on the side of Americans because we're so tightly connected with trade and everything like that, and being so close, and and so I want America to do better than they no, have been doing. Is that mean to say <laughs> the last the last few years? But um, I, yeah. I want everyone to do well, and and I want like less enemies, more friends. You know what I, I mean? That's, that should be the takeaway. <laughs> I think. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of, sorry about that rant. That had nothing to do with cults, but I mean, a little society bit. <laughs> and culture you know, totally contribute to that, to something like that starting, I would think. Um, so yeah, it matters. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I would say 
uh, social media is like there right. are it's going to be the new cults that like the groups in social media will be the new cults, uh, whether we see it yet or whether we see it in 10 years from now. Um, though I think it's going to be yeah. sooner than later. <laughs> I hope they can regulate some of that before it gets, gets really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree uh, with that. So what's next for the podcast? Um, <laughs> after oh <all> man. That... <laughs> um, after all that, there's lots. Yeah, like I said, I want to cover more internet cults. Um, I would, I want to say political cults, but people might take that as the wrong way. I want to do, uh, yeah, but it's almost political beliefs. But it's a, it, oh, they're certainly. cults in in some ways. And actually, my next, my next one will be a political one, so you'll get to see that, uh, which will be, I don't know, the, okay. the ninth, I think, of March. So we'll do. Uh, tune in for that one. Um, everyone knows this one, so it'll be, awesome. it'll be a fun uh, one to do. Do you already have, is uh, it recorded or? Uh, it's actually being oh, cool. recorded in awesome. two days. So, uh, yeah. Uh, two days from this <laughs> recording. I don't know when that's going out. But <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's, it's, I've got the script all written. It's good to go. Uh, it'll be a two parter, wow. which is cool. a first for me. So that's something new. Um, right. <laughs> stretch out that content, you know? <laughs> Um, no, it's just, it, it was right. too big to do in, in one go. Um, I like to keep yeah, it to an, about I think an hour. That's kind of like the maximum um, for, for a listening kind of experience. Yeah, I, exactly. Um, and then I really want to do interviews with people who have been in cults awesome. and I've had people reach out to me. So that's potential. Um, I'm still thinking about how I would do that mm. with my regular schedule, whether it be a bonus episode whether it replace a regular mm. episode i haven't i haven't decided yet uh i also think it would be interesting to do it either after i've done that cult or do that cult with that person uh, oh, i think that could be fascinating so th those are some of the ideas i did uh a youtube oh, cool. mini cult actually <laughs> uh on my youtube channel uh, it also let's start a cult uh on on youtube and it was about the hamster cult and the Lana oh, Del Rey wow. cult on TikTok. So, so if you've been wondering about that, uh, you can go check it out. The video quality is not great, but it sounds fine because I'm a right. podcaster. So I have that at least. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was a fun one to do. I might do more of that. Uh, it was just a bit more more work editing wise. Well, um, where should everybody, you know, listen to the show, check out the show? Yeah, uh, almost, honestly, anywhere you listen to podcasts, if you just type in "Let's Start a Cult," uh, it has "Let's" is spelled okay. with the apostrophe, so so that sometimes trips people up. But uh, yeah, if you go to "Let's Start a Cult," uh, anywhere Spotify, po Apple Podcast, uh, Spreaker, anywhere there, you can also go to "Let's Start a Cult Podcast dot com," and that's the website. So you can just go there and find out where you, where you listen and. Uh, get links to that. Uh, again, it's on YouTube, so you can go get there. All the awesome. episodes are on there. Um, well, cool. Well, thank you yeah. so much for coming on, James. I really do appreciate it, man. Josh, yeah, no Josh. problem. It's uh, it's Josh, though. <laughs> thank you for coming on, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no problem. It, it was uh, it was fun talking about it and ranting for a bit about <laughs> terrible people and. Yeah, and the terrible things sure. that they do. So. Uh, 
Well, yeah, it's, it's um, been a pleasure, man. Um, you know, hope that we will definitely look forward to the next episode and seeing what happens next with the show. Awesome, man. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you having me on. I love this. I love the podcast. I've listened to a few of your interviews, and thank you. They've all been awesome. So I, I'm glad I could. I'm glad I was oh, uh, sure. of interest enough to come on. All right, man. <laughs> well, you take care. So. All right. Awesome. You too. I could only afford used winter tires this year. Brokers Lamina at 1-800-NEW-CREDIT made the difference between a slippery slope and a firm grip on the road. Will took the pressure off his tire purchase with a loan from Brokers Lamina at 1-800-NEW-CREDIT. It's easy to apply over the phone or online at lamina.ca. Get approved instantly up to $1,000 with no documents or credit checks and pay back over three to five months. Spice up your drive and call 1-800-NEW-CREDIT or apply online at lamina.ca. My fellow citizens, our Earth is in the middle of a crisis, plunging deeper into chaos. No, I feel your pain and your loss. We can't stand idly by and let this happen. We must rise up and... (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. Damn it. Well, this is awkward. Hi, my name is Josh Shell, and I am the host of the Let's Start a Cult podcast where each episode, myself and some guests take a look at different cults from around the world for educational purposes only and definitely not to start our own cult. Join me every other week as we break down dangerous religious cults, political extremist groups, and every other kind of cult in between. Should I apologize for the terrible southern accent? No? Okay. Subscribe and listen to Let's Start a Cult anywhere you listen to podcasts. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.